Welcome to Organizing with Ease. I'm Deanna Mall with Ease to Clutter. And I'm Zenit Siman with Firefly Bridge Organizing. This is where we talk about ways to make organizing easy so that we can enjoy our daily lives with less stress. When people talk about organizing the papers in their homes, I often hear them groan about, feels like such a chore, like something you just want to put off until maybe never. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't have to be too overwhelming to get your papers in order. And in today's episode, we're going to give you some tips on how to make it easier and get it done. So the first thing to realize, I think, is that we all have different preferences for how detailed our papers need to be sorted. And let's start with personal record keeping. A long time ago, I realized that I couldn't, and I basically didn't want to, keep opening four different files for the four different utility bills I was you know, receiving each month. And they would arrive on different days, and so I kept having to search out that particular folder and so on. And so I decided that one big utility folder worked just fine for me. So from then on, I had just one folder and all the utility bills and all the utilities information would go in there. The newest documents would go in front. So that way I needed, if I needed, let's say to find a water bill from February, I just pull out that folder, flip back until I saw February on the tops of the papers. And then I'd look for the water bill in there. Now, most of that has gone electronic for me, but you can see how it could work. That same kind of method would work for other categories. But that's just what works for me, being a little less granular about my categories and subcategories. It keeps things super simple for me. And I know that everything is in date order. How about you, Deanna? How do you do your personal record keeping? Well, I actually have to say I have done the same like you. So mm-hmm. in prior years, I actually had a folder for everything. Yeah. Like yeah. I literally had it all and not necessarily, I have to admit, not color coded, <gasps> but it was labeled. Um, I know that was, that's a shocker, but what I did do, I did have folders for all of it. Yeah. And then it got to the point where year end and then beginning of January, I would go through all those statements because I also kept those credit card statements as well, right? right? Those monthly ones. Yes. Well, over the years, I decided that it took up a way too much room in my office closet. Yeah. And so I needed to streamline it. So I decided, and so how I started to cut back slowly was only holding six months and then Mm -hmm. three months. And now, just like you, I am basically just holding a couple um, files and then the rest is all, all electronic. I think we were taught to do that though, right? Like for, for the longest time I thought, well, that's the way we're supposed to do it. One folder per each little category be as minute as possible so that we can find it. But for me, that just didn't work. I just couldn't keep up with it. No. And it was just, it took up a lot of space, those files yeah. even. Yeah. I mean, for me, so, you know, and then things, you know, progressed over the years and things needed to be put in my office closet. So therefore I needed to come up with a better solution. Yeah. So, and that's, that's what we came up with. Mm-hmm. So, so far, knock on wood, it's been right. working. <laughs> so a big question always pops up that makes people scared to shred or recycle any paper that comes in their homes. And that's how long do I need to keep this for? Mm-hmm. That is like the biggest question yeah. that we always hear, right, Zena? Yes. Those are the, yes, yes. that's the biggest one. Do I keep it? Do I not keep it? <laughs> yeah, I, I think, um, you know, we could give you retention schedules and all that kind of thing. Remember that we we are not 
you know, tax professionals or not financial advisors. Yeah. And there are retention schedules that the IRS and other websites will, will have. And so we will direct you to those. Go to the IRS website, check out the retention schedules for tax documents. But there are other documents that you will need to keep as well. So this is where you start, right? Go and find out how long do I need to keep my tax documentation? How long do I need to keep whatever other paperwork you have? And once you have that, just put it on, on a, a little sheet for yourself, kind of like a little cheat sheet for yourself. So you remember that I only need to keep, if it's seven years of tax documents, then you've got seven years of tax documents plus the current year and, and no more. Okay. And if it, and you add your buffer, but what we're saying is go ahead and go and find out what the actual retention schedules are. And that will make it easier for you to feel a little more free about saying, okay, this can actually be shredded now, or this can be recycled now. I don't need to keep my credit card statement from 2002. One of the shredding places that I do go and I take sometimes and I, um, you know, make suggestions for mm -hmm. my clients is, you know, office, office supply stores now have shredding where it's like less than 99 cents per pound, which is yep. great. Yep. And also some of the UPS uh local stores. kiosk stores right. also have shredding shredder and what's really nice about it is that um, you can also get from them a receipt and a cert certificate of certification of shredding saying that it's only those papers that's in that bin that are yours that will get shredded which i think is a little bit more of a comfort because you might be shredding some personal confidential information yeah so here is a little bit of you know a safety also you can always have shredded the company and or some of the other local businesses in your neighborhood to also come to your house and personally shred them wonderful so, which also if you have um large uh you know like a dvds or things of those natures that you no longer wish to carry some of these shredding companies that come to your house can actually service that for you and shred it perfect Okay, so now let's talk about filing systems. Once you've got your retention schedules in mind, you know how long you need to keep stuff. So let's look into what can make the whole paper organizing process less of a chore. So let's start with a 30,000 foot view. Think of your filing system mostly as a container for rotating current information and storage for a few pieces of permanent information that you must keep, right? You can choose to use a filing cabinet if you like your papers out of sight. But if out of sight means out of mind for you and you're not going to continue filing anything away because you have to open that door to get to it, then maybe a desktop option is, is for you. You could use any container on your desk. People use pretty paperboard file boxes. Like you don't have to use a boring banker's box for this. Or there are plastic ones too. Even magazine holders, if you don't have many paper files, um, but magazine holders can quickly get overloaded because they're relatively small. And if you're using a box of some kind and it has a lid to keep your desktop looking, looking neat, think about whether or not you're going to start stacking papers on top of the lid instead of filing them away, which is going to, you're going to end up with clutter very quickly. And if that's the case, then just leave the lid off completely. And if you're wondering about where the inbox tray fits into all of this. And we always talk about having an inbox tray on your desk and all that kinds of things. Well, those trays are sorting tools. As papers come into your home, you have to make a decision about them. 
Does it need to be kept for reference? If so, you can put it into your to-be-filed tray. Can you quickly scan it with your phone and upload it into your computer? Can you just shred it? And if so, shred it immediately. If an action needs to be taken and it'll take you two minutes or less to do it, like pay a bill or, you know, fill out a form and put it back in an envelope, then do it immediately. Otherwise, you can put it into your action tray. And then on your weekly planning day, you have to go ahead and file away everything in the to be filed tray and take care of all the action tray stuff. The idea is that these trays should remain largely empty because you take care of them once a week. Yes, those open trays. So it's the same as, I don't know, do you recommend binders, Zenit? I know. <laughs> I, I mean, like, so, I mean, an open tray versus the binder, right? Like the three ring binder. It looks really pretty, but you have to maintain it. You have to maintain um, it. Right? You have to maintain it. Well, to me, I actually, mm-hmm. huh? No, 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 go ahead. Right. So to me, the tray is is only for sorting. A binder is more of a permanent storage solution because like you said, you have to maintain binders. I just, I will tell you, I do not like binders at all because if I couldn't keep up with, you know, putting files away in individual file folders, imagine me trying to keep things in little pocket folders in a binder. It just would never happen. So I'm not a fan of binders. And so I don't, use them as a recommendation, as the first recommendation to clients either. Think about what is easiest for you. The, the, the least amount of resistance to getting these papers put away and getting you to take action on the papers, the better. If having to do a three-hole punch every time you put a piece of paper away is going to bother you, then perhaps that's not the right solution for you, right? No, you are absolutely correct. I also only recommend binders if for maybe insurance policies if they don't mm-hmm. want to put it in a folder right or if and they put it within a plastic protector sheet protector you know they have those nice ones now where you can just put like a pack of whatever mm-hmm. documents you have but as far as like the daily everyday ring binders that would be a little bit too cumbersome too much. and then it's it's a lot and it takes away a lot of time and we are here to make your day a little bit more efficient so i do have to agree i also do not recommend binders for your day to day because it's it will never happen and it will just be papers that will be on top of the ring binder just right, like that box right. with the lid. Yes. So right like so exactly. just, <laughs> So there we have it, right? So now let's get into those nitty-gritty. Where do you start? I recommend starting by thinking about categories of files you actually need. Start with the broad categories first and then you drill down into those subcategories you actually need. So grab a pen and piece of paper because I'm going to give you a list of some broad categories we see most often that people need for their files. One, medical. And typically if you do color coding files, Mm -hmm. yes, seen it, color coding, here we go. Um, A lot of times my clients like blue for medical, uh, personal, orange, financial, they like it, you know, either green because it's money, um, insurance, different colors, real estate, auto. And also they like some, one client in particular, she really likes red for taxes. Uh-huh. So anything for that year, she'll put in her tax folder mm-hmm. and it's in her red folder. So she kind of yeah. knows that. And so a lot of times the colors of these particular files help. Mm-hmm. 
Now, here are some subcategories you can consider always referring back to your retention schedules that you've double-checked with your advisors. So here we go. Medical. As you're subcategorizing, generally you would separate folders per family member and have a medical, vision, and dental files. They can include vaccination records, the annual school physical forms, important test results, eyeglass prescriptions, current diagnosis, important dental records, chiropractic, physical therapy, and etc. Under personal, you will have a more permanent document that you will need to keep. Things like birth certificates, social security cards, passports, marriage certificates, unfortunate divorce certificates, voter registration cards, power of attorney, wills and estate planning documents, school documents, and this is per family member. Things like diplomas, transcripts, and if it's for permanent records, stuff from the school, you know, that is more the nostalgic memorabilia is also generally kept somewhere else in a memory box, which we have talked about in the, Mm -hmm. you know, in regards to putting those memory boxes for each child in their closet. Yes. (laughs) Um, Not in your office. (laughs) Not in your office. Exactly. (laughs) Trying to take that away from the clutter in your office. Mm -hmm. Within the financial documents, you would have bank documents, investment documents, 401ks, relevant information from your credit card companies, and so on. And tax documents with one folder for each of the past seven years, plus the current year, and loan documents. Insurance is self-explanatory. Of course, we have homeowners, automobile, health insurance, and life insurance. And if you have a pet, you might want to include pet insurance. Mm -hmm. Real estate, this is per property, of course, both past and present. And can include folders for closing documents and titles, rental documents, major home repairs. Within the auto category, you would sort per vehicle. And if you can keep track of your VIN numbers, titles, prior warranties, maintenance records, and major repairs. Yeah. And I'm thinking we basically covered everything, don't you think? That's pretty comprehensive. So. And again, pretty, this that's is pretty comprehensive. Right. But I do have to ask you, is um the 43 folders method, is that something that you use? <laughs> again, I am more of the <laughs> use one big folder for most of my stuff. So the 43 method folders method, let's explain this a little bit. It's, yes, why don't you explain it a little bit more? Because I'm sure they're thinking, why are you talking about 43? That's 43. like the 20. Why 43? 43. Exact what, what is this 43 number? Right. Like, where did you guys come up? I didn't count 43 when you were saying that. No. So it's, it's no. Uh, no, that's not what it is. The 43 no. folders method is a uh, basically a productivity um, method, a way of keeping track of what needs to get done every day of the month paper-wise. So you would have one folder per day of the month. That's 31 folders because some months have 31 days. Behind that, you have a folder for each month of the year and other 12 folders, which together equals to 43. And so there's a methodology to doing this where, you know, for the current day, you have the papers in there and then you keep moving that day back to the back of the, of the stack and then the current month in front and so on and so on. So if you're able to keep up with that kind of task management is basically what it is, then that's fine. But remember 43 folders is not 
a storage solution for your filing. It's more of a task management system. Uh, so right. a little different, but I, you might hear it in a lot of places. Um, that's, that's kind of what it is. Right. Just don't think that it's 43 folders. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> not for, not for your file cabinet, not in, not in, in the sense of these are the categories that you should keep. No, of course this not. No, because it's, it's, it's no, week. because it, it's per day. It's a, it's a, basically it's an organizational system, which is, which can be used and some people like it. So yes, to get your stuff them. done. Yeah. A lot of people like to get it. your if stuff done. If yeah, they're very, very yeah, much it's... about the physical, I need to touch a piece of paper so I can, you know, exactly. make sure I get, I'm getting right. things done, then that right. works for them. So right. yeah, the, pa- something the paper about. system, paper system for them. Yeah. So now thinking a little bit about form and function, you might wonder what the best folders and tabs might be to get your filing system looking good, well-functioning, great. I mean, this is going to be in your office. You're going to be seeing this basically on a daily basis. So it should look pretty good, right? I don't have any favorites. I don't know if if you do, Deanna, in terms of products, companies that you go to for file folders and things like that. No, because that's actually really a personal preference. Yeah. So yeah. it really depends if you like solid colors, if you want patterns, mm-hmm. you know, durability, how you want it. It's really all about you. So yeah. I, you know, I like patterns on something. Sometimes clients will choose folders for different categories because it's an easy, it's an easy look. So like I said, sometimes a client will say, listen, like I had mentioned earlier, for the financial, that will be all green folders. Yeah. The taxes yeah. are all red, but uh, that would be part of the that color coding. But also clients like patterns that they offer. There's so many beautiful right, right. arrays of patterns. So if it matches, a lot of times it will match the decor of the office. Yeah, yeah which is kind of nice. So that is more of a research on my part and and your part yes. as well, Zenit, yeah. how we then incorporate our clients' likes and styles, which does happen yeah. and it and it's and it, and and it's offered. So that makes it even easier right. for us to research based on our client. And really like like you said, the sky's the limit here. Use what yep. you like to see. I mean, here's a chance for you to actually make your office look beautiful <laughs> like papers right. are not right. the sexy thing to to organize it's paper but you can make it look uh appealing for you every time you open yes. that drawer yes. you should get a hit of beauty <laughs> before you have to go Absol- into, no, no, no. Absolutely. Into the you, right you you absolutely should that's that's what it's that's what it's for you <laughs> it's for you to do that um and i actually yeah. have to say that it is something that is enjoyable for me to do yeah. in my yeah. office. Uh, I, it, my office is a work in progress. It just, it has been, and it still is. So <laughs> I uh, think our offices are but eternal. Offices always, <laughs> always work in progress, always. <laughs> and so I, that's why my office, is it, you know, that standard look of beauty? I'm trying to get there, but I'm also trying to utilize what I already have. Right. So so that's why for me, I do repurpose, I do reuse what I have. And so mm-hmm. sometimes does it all, is it all the same looking in some areas? Yes. In some areas, no, no. Yeah. but at least I know that it works for me yeah. and that's yeah. all that matters. And, and, uh, and the, it works for my family. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Cause then they can find things. They can find so, things right. Cause I don't want them to, you know, 
rummage through my closet. Exactly. <laughs> I'm with you. Make it as easy as possible for them to just get in, find what you need, and move on out. Thank right. you. Exactly. The one thing we need, just need to watch out for is if you're starting fresh, let's say, and you're going to look for a beautiful folder, just make sure that you can you know that that company is going to be around because let's say three months from now, you need more folders. You want to try to be able to find the same pattern if that's what makes sense for you. And if not, then you can use something coordinating if it's not available anymore. So it's just something to think about as you're getting your folders together. Now, as for, as for color coding the folders, um, like you said, Deanna, it can help people to quickly locate the category category they're looking for. If you have uh, a lot of files in your cabinet, so if you open and you see, oh, red is taxes and your mm -hmm. eyes will, will go there. Right. But no yes. surprise. I actually like a very uniform look, all one color for me it, or all one pattern. You know, I don't mind that okay. it's colorful or patterned. I just like right. it to be relatively uniform. And I also like right. to keep all of my folder tabs aligned one behind each other, not staggered. I know some people like staggered, but for my brain, the scattered look is just too busy for me. I can't, I can't find what I need. I can focus and look at what I'm looking for more quickly when I have one place to look, one row to look down. <laughs> what about you? I'm sure color coding yes. is, is a preference. No, actually, no, no not for, not for, no, I actually like, and I like, they actually offer file folders that are recycled paper. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's a brown. So I actually have that. And I have my labels as well. Mm -hmm. I do like the color with patterns of flowers yep. that they offer, that the soft pastels. Nice. So I do have that as well for files. And then I also have labels. And so some of those are not justified, but in regards to the alignment of the tab up top, but because I like the look of it, because it's pretty, so to speak, yeah. but it's also functional for me. Um, so I do both actually kind of because my husband likes one way. So I have for his files one certain way because that's what he likes. I like, you know, what works for me. Yeah. I do like that. Re those recyclable, um, folders, mm -hmm. which is nice. Yes. Yeah. And I feel good that I'm saving the earth. Exactly. So it's exactly. More, more, more recycled stuff. Yes. Yeah. So there, Zenit, I do not have color coding. <laughs> How about that? Well, we'll, How about that? let's put color someplace else then. It's okay. <laughs> we'll put color. Yes. We'll put it. We'll, we'll go back to how we talked about our wardrobe. So we'll put the pop, yes. we'll put the pop color in our wardrobe. In our wardrobe. In our wardrobe. Now that we talked about our papers in regards to the office, what to keep, what not to keep, just to let you know, I have on my website, Papers to Go, which is a free print download that you can print today and it incorporates simple easy what you can throw away now in no random order basically also what to keep temporarily long-term and forever papers so visit my website which will be linked in our show notes thanks for joining us today please leave us a quick review reviews help others find our podcast and follow the podcast on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss a new episode and join us again next week for more organizing ideas and tips until next week Thank you.